So you've dealt with a narcissist. They've been in your life. They've destroyed your life. They've beaten you down. All these things. And you're like, okay, I'm finding the help. I'm finding the support. I'm finding the community. I'm moving forward. But what about my kids? What are they going through? How do I help them? How do we move through the stuff that they're dealing with? And how do I support them along the way? We're going to dive into that today. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness, growth, healing, and change. We do it on all the different platforms, dropping nuggets of truth every single day. TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, everywhere under Raw Motivations. So if you're listening, watching, follow us on any of those platforms under Raw Motivations. Download the NARC app. Don't just take my word for it, but go on to narcapp.com, N-A-R-C-A-P-P, narcapp.com, to be able to see how we've developed and are developing a rising community of people that are trying to help each other heal, grow, change, and develop. And we do that with weekly lives, with monthly coaching, journaling, tracking no contact, all kinds of stuff. So check that out, narcapp.com. If you want to talk to me sometime one-on-one to be able to work through, to be able to help coach through a trauma bond, changing that story, rewiring your mindset, getting away from the rumination and the toxic thoughts, and building boundaries, go to rawmotivations.com and click on -on one-on-ones. We'd love to partner with you to help you on that healing journey because it is a journey. It's not a destination. There's not an end point that you're going to be like, oh, I'm healed and I'm done. But said that healed journey switches into a growth mindset. And that's our goal is to help people continue to heal, grow, and change moving forward, moving long term than just there. I know you want to do that with your kids and you want to be able to help them. I would definitely recommend if you haven't had a chance to be able to read The Narcissist in Your Life by Julie Hall. Fantastic book. But it dives into different family dynamics with a lot more time than what we have in this video. But I want to dive into it and at least try to give you an idea going into it. One of the biggest things you see with kids is the idealization and devaluation that absolutely destroys them. Jumping into it, it says right here, narcissistic parents fail to see themselves or their children in a realistic light. Just as they facilitate between their own self-aggrandizement and shame, they treat their children to ongoing patterns of overvaluation and undervaluation, or fluctuation between those two extremes. Typically, one child is routinely idealized in the role of the golden child, and another child is the scapegoat. But as at any given time, any child in the family may be targeted with exaggerated favor or disfavor. In a home with one child, that child will probably be primarily targeted as a scapegoat or elevated as a golden child, but also will experience a roller coaster of idealization and devaluation. Children perpetually faced with the highs and lows of favoritism and invalidation or who routinely witness their siblings being treated in such extremes experience sustained trauma. Never safe. They're constantly working to win approval and avoid being targeted. Trapped on the family stage, they learn to perform in whatever roles are available to them and with the limited tools that they have. Who they are is sacrificed to the family hierarchy, which is dictated by the parents and ruled on high by the dominant narcissist. And you see this happen a lot in families where the idealization, the devaluation, everything falls under a certain hierarchy of you get this, you do this, you deserve this. It says parent parentification. The upside-down child-parent relationship. I'll read two paragraphs here, and then we're going to dive into some of the stuff I wrote down. 
Consistent, appropriate, caretaking, and unconditional love are beyond the narcissist's scope. Rather than seeing those things in their relationships and privileges as a parent, narcissists expect such treatment from their kids, often turning the adult-child relationship upside down. In the narcissistic home, it is common for the parents to parentify one or more of the children, expecting them to meet their emotional and sometimes physical needs and fulfill roles beyond their maturity level or rightful responsibility. The parentification child, parentified child, may be treated as the best friend, counselor, surrogate spouse, or a combination of those roles. That child also may be burdened with excessive chores, caretaking siblings, managing finances, or earning money for the household. Parentified children may feel flattered to be given adult responsibilities and be honored to play the role of special helper. It may feel as though they are getting attention and validation from their parent that they can't get any other way. But parentification is an extreme violation of boundaries. Parentified children are used at their own expense to meet the needs of the person whose job it is to meet theirs. They experience a true, true, truncated, I can't say it, I'm sorry, childhood, if one at all. As they mature, such children are likely to struggle with perfectionism and will confuse and, and confusion about boundaries, fall into caretaking roles, and believe they can only gain love and approval by working for it. You see what happens in the narcissistic parent role. They come into it and they're like, hey, I'm the parent, feed me. I'm the parent, be this way. I'm the parent, love me because it's all about me. And you see the narcissist that comes into those kids' lives and that's the focus. It has to be about me, about the narcissist. Couple things we're gonna run through. How this happens, neglect. The absence of support for your kids. The narcissist is going to neglect them. Maybe not now, maybe not in a couple years. They will neglect them just like they neglected you. They'll give an absence of support. And this one is hard sometimes to identify because it's small. It produces severe cognitive dissonance and social withdrawal in the kids. And it can be typically in four different ways. Physical neglect, not there for them. They don't see them. They don't hug them. They don't actually experience life together. Medical Medical neglect of being able to actually take care of the child in whatever ways they need to be taken care of. Educational neglect, not providing the correct structure or the way for the kid to be able to learn, understand, and grow. And emotional neglect, probably one of the most subtle ones that's hard to see that ends up damaging the child because they don't have emotional support. And what it does, it teaches the kids that they're taught not to need anything and they look for ways to survive because of neglect. The narcissist neglects their kids. Narcissists, oftentimes in the parental aspect, will be introduced to engulfment, or a lot of times you hear it as enmeshment. That's where they blur the boundaries. They lack a stable sense of self and a core, so they take the kid's version of it and they apply it to themselves. Maybe the term of disrupted individualization, so being jealous of the child, of not having their own individual, you are this way, I am this way, but instead it gets all blurred. They'll project things onto the child. They'll look for companionship. They'll resent their independence. They'll resent them growing up because they're like, no, like I'm putting this on you. I'm in, in your life to such a degree that it's unhealthy. Another one is infantilization. We're struggling on these words today, guys. Stick with me. Okay, a lot of times they'll treat the person younger than what they actually are. They'll, they'll make them seem like a young kid. Speaking, deciding, stepping in, questioning everything for them. 
but never teaching the kid to actually step up. Maybe it's like unsolicited advice, intruding, interfering, sticking things in. Idea of overindulgence. It's not love. It's not a good thing because it happens over a period of time. It becomes a habit that's devastating to the kids and to their well-being. Think of it this way. They're love bombing constantly to avoid having to have an actual connection. An actual emotional connection, an actual physical connection, actually showing up and being there in their in the child's life. Overpraising, reliance on praise. And the kid gets to the place of like, I need to be good enough. Or maybe I get so good, I'm like inflated with that self-importance. Like all these different things, neglect, engulfment, infantilization, overindulgence, overpraising, all these different things is what the narcissist a lot of times will do to your kids. So how do we combat that? I think a big aspect is you need to know what you're combating first off. I gave you like the bullet points really fast. You have to know what those are so you can do the opposite, so you can combat against those. At the end of the day, what your child wants and what your child needs is to be seen, to be heard, to be accepted, and to be loved. This is what they're looking for at a young age, to be a kid and to be accepted in that area. I don't talk about it much, but my wife and I try to practice gentle or authoritative, not authoritarian, authoritative parenting. A lot of times people shy away from gentle, respectful parenting because they're like, oh my gosh, those kids get away with everything. No, but we teach how to deal with their emotions instead of condemning them for having emotions. If you're able to create a safe place for emotions in order to help your child feel safe, that's something that is massively effective and amazing because the other parent, the narcissistic parent, will not be giving them that. They won't provide a safe place for them emotionally. They won't invite in emotions and feelings to work through them. Instead, they'll shame them for them. They'll ridicule for them. They'll push them down. They'll just give them something so that they stop crying or stop acting that way. The other thing would be being a truthful parent and a compassionate parent. Having that compassion for the child to be able to help walk them through and understanding, hey, no matter what you come home with, no matter what happens, I'll be there for you, not shaming you, not looking down, but we'll work through it. Being a truthful parent is essential because one parent is not going to be truthful. The thing is, your kids will grow up, and when they grow up, they'll turn around, they'll look back on you and be like, you weren't honest with me, and they'll be done with you. So don't make the mistake of trying to shield them from the pain because when they see it, and they will see it, sometimes it takes years, but when they see it, they'll turn on you if you weren't truthful along the way. They want to be seen, they want to be heard, they want to be accepted, and they want to be loved. And if you can provide a safe, emotional, truthful place for them, you'll be doing pretty awesome as a parent. If you're struggling with this, I want you to understand you're not crazy, you're not alone, you're not hopeless. Reach out for help.